Welcome to Level with Emily Reese. This is music by Chase Bethia for Quest-like Pocket. It's a Monster Hunter RPG with Pokemon Go-esque characteristics, along with a rhythm component to the battle system. So Chase wrote four battle tracks for the game, all in the same time signature of 5-4. All of them are at 60 beats per minute, and that's in order to match the battle tempo that's established for the game. In addition to those four battle tracks, Chase also wrote the main theme, which you're hearing now. Uh, Hey, join us on Discord. It's free for you to join us on Discord. We love talking about games, obviously, music in games and music of all other kinds as well. I post YouTube playlists there that I make especially for you a couple times a week. Uh, One is always game related. The other is always not. And we also chat about all kinds of stuff on Discord. It's super fun. And you'll find the Discord link in various locations, including the show notes for this episode. There will be a YouTube video available of my chat here with Chase on our YouTube channel. That's youtube.com slash levelwithemilyreese. Subscribe there so you don't miss out on all the new videos and those playlists that I mentioned a moment ago each week. All right. Back to composer Chase Bethia and his music for Quest-like Pocket. And here he is explaining what the mobile game is like. It is a Pokemon Go Monster Hunter conflation of gameplay mechanics and styles. So you've got these little creatures and it uses the technology that Pokemon Go would typically do. Not necessarily like AR, but mostly like GPS type of things. So if you're whatever municipal that you would typically be in and certain creatures will come about. And then when you engage that creature, a rhythm combat fighting system happens and you defeat those monsters and gain resources to get better weapons and different type of loot to go into the game store to buy different stuff that you need to kind of do. So that's why like the whole creature side is like Monster Hunter, but the the roaming type of side to find different creatures in your city and what or things like that too. It doesn't have to be that, but yeah. it can be. It just depends, I guess, on however the game update like typically happens. And so that's what the gameplay is mostly like. Yeah. So, all right, then, yeah, to the music. What did they ask you for when uh, you started writing for them? Yeah, so initially they had asked me for five biome tracks. And the biomes were supposed to be these areas of where these monsters reside in. So, like, tundras and bogs and mountains. And then they were supposed to be respective of each category of monster that would reside in those areas so then there's a system there's a there's a ranking class of common uncommon rare and legendary monsters so Mm -hmm. there will be those four monsters in five of those biomes that would be like that and so i'm thinking it's you know now we're talking about a more full soundtrack right mostly yeah that was the initial conversation and that didn't happen uh, I was only able to kind of do the theme, and that is the that's the main thing that you hear when the game starts. Okay. So I think that's called assault on Vala. Mm-hmm. 
was actually supposed to be for a different game. No and kidding. Yeah, I wrote it years ago. I actually wrote it in 2015. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. And so I just did a revised version. I pitched it because I had a feeling it was going to set, you know, work for this. And then the developer mm-hmm. loved it. So, yeah, let's roll with that. But due to some budgets and things, we weren't able to do the biomes. So, a little bit later, there was a the game got good a well reviewed on Pocket Gamer, and from there, I was approached to do a rhythm style where we're going to do rhythm combat. So it was going to be interactive, and I was like, "Yes, this is what I was trying to kind of pitch in the beginning," but we didn't really know how the system was going to work. So we did it without any audio middleware. We just kind of locked into what the tempo would be. And then I took it upon myself to keep it all in one time signature. Mm-hmm. So there's five tracks in the soundtrack EP, but the four, because they match into those categories, are all in a five, four time signature. But they're also different too, which is what I like about it. Uh, so, I mean, you know, there's the one with the, like the funky bass, but but yet they all have this really, you know, perpetual kind of motion kind of energy to them. So So talk about that style a little. Yeah, so the nerve of them. So when we started, when we agreed that we were going to do a rhythm combat for when you enter that system, which I absolutely, I was thrilled by. Yeah. I said, okay, well, we'll beat map. And so I, I already kind of, I talked them through of how we could do it. And because he had already had set up the mechanics on, the, on their end. By mm-hmm. the way, the developer is Sprite Wrench Studios. So I just want to mention that. Oh, yeah. Big yeah. love to them. Uh, Glenn, Glenn Henry, he's awesome. He's also part of the future class that was the Game Awards last year. So I just want to give oh, nice. him a big love there. Yeah. And so Glenn had asked me, hey, I would like to keep it a little funky for this baseline for one thing and then make it groovy, but it still kind of be epic in a fight. I said, okay, yeah, cool. And I love conflating genres. Right? <laughs> this yeah. is my thing. <laughs> yeah. So I wrote the baseline first. That was the first thing I did. And then I built the drums around that. Melody and I, I sectioned it out between the layers of melody, texture, baseline, and drums. So it was easy because then it was there's four different monster types. There's gonna be four different instruments for this, and that was just the beginning of what that was like there. And I had wanted every time I'm doing something of every time I do boss battles, I do a little bit differently. Okay. Uh, no, when we spoke about a ground, there was dance with dragons and then how I kind of approach that. And yeah. I'm always trying to push the the boundary of a boss battle. Like combat things feel like, mm-hmm. and so I just stuck to five four. It felt the best, yeah. and who in that the nerve of them with the baseline would ever think like, okay, like what's going on? And then it, it picks up, and then you, you're feeling where you are because I wanted the layers to to be accented based on how the if you were winning or if you were losing. Mm-hmm. So the baseline starts you off, and then if you're getting really good, the melody would kick in, then the texture and everything so will amp up accordingly to how the player is playing.
but from there it was really experimental and so the thing is i'll take all the aggro yes that was i heard this that weird like noise and my ear <laughs> said i like it <laughs> I was thinking, I'll, I'm going to make something out of this. I don't know what I'm going to make, but I'm going to make it. So it was just playing yeah. around. Yeah. And like 30, 40 minutes passed, I think, and I had finished it. Wow. That's really and, fast for a track. Yeah. Yeah. And by the way, the cues were about like 30 to 60 seconds. So the soundtrack version is my vision for the arrangement. And Tracy, we were having something more to build out yeah. for a soundtrack properly. Yeah. And for sure. so. That was that one. And then I added, but it was way more, right? It's now beyond like four different tracks. When Now we've almost doubled it because I've added little strings and things like that too. Yeah, you want to crush me too? Was a, I added so many drum layers? <laughs> I had fun with like pahu pahu drums for Hawaii. I did all this oh, research nice. and I layered different things and I added these these arpeggio textures for this guitar and coming in and out and all these big sounds that I felt would give it more power because I'm ramping up. I'm moving into the rare combat. And I was yeah. think this I'm linearly thinking about what I want to move up to. So then Fortune Favors the Brave comes and I start playing around with a lot of texture, which is obviously something that I love to do. So choirs yeah. added on, on guitars, but then doing these yeah. weird chord progressions, which in the soundtrack is conflated. There was, and there's also a, a change. There's a chord progression the developer didn't like. It was only one. It was only one chord <laughs> progression. Okay. So if you listen, if I'm, you, your ear may or may not catch it, but the first run of the track is what the developer had didn't like and then okay. the second run is i believe when it it loops it sounds like it loops but it's actually playing a slightly different chord progression i think it goes from fortune favors the brave is y yes okay that's the okay. one yeah oh cool. it goes from i can't remember the chord progression off the top of my head but it <laughs> it is very it's it's only one chord it's only oh, one chord that i change <laughs> and it and it makes a big difference if you're paying close attention. Yeah. But yeah, everything else is the same. And obviously if you're, because how I arranged it, I have things coming in and out and playing and things like that too. And that was an interesting one because it, it shouldn't feel, it probably to the listener doesn't feel like it would ramp up instead it's kind of calming down, but you're in the legendary. So if you're fighting something, I'm thinking in my, my mind, you want to be focused. Yeah. And you play Elden Ring, so you know how intense play Elden Ring. Yeah. <laughs> you've got to be you've got to be on 
you got to be on. Yeah. Because if you make a wrong move, <laughs> you're yeah. out. Yeah. And so these legendary monsters, especially with how the, the combat system happens, a shield comes, you have to hit it on the beat. Okay. You have to listen to the music. Yep. And then they, when it's your turn, you have the sword comes and you have to hit that on the on the beat. And if you win, and then you're ranked. You to even, you know, D, F, you know, C, B, A, and okay. even S. I haven't even gotten to S yet. I got to B. So that's how hard it is to kind so of beat S is the S is like superior top, or whatnot. Yeah, yeah superior, whatever. top that's tier, like the best. Japanese okay. ratings. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> higher than A. Okay. Yeah, higher than, yep. Oh, cool. Okay. So did you work on, um, did you futz with implementation much or were you focusing on composition and then kind of aiding them with how the music should be implemented? How did that work? Yes, yeah, mostly the latter. So they already had everything set up in the Unity, how they were. I was told to stick to one BPM and that was 60. So it, um, besides us, for the first main track when you open up the game, Assault on Valor, every, all the combat tracks are locked to 60 BPM. And 60 I or was, 120 or yeah, yep. whatever. And then I had to just, that's, that was the creative limitation to make. Wow. Within, I said, okay, well, I don't want to go, if it's going to be this all across the board, it has to be, within the same time singer two, I'm going to be adding like more work for 30 seconds or some 60 seconds. It's yeah. not a player may not even get through. So I didn't want to overdo those limits for things. So it was just mostly understanding the, the limitation, locking in and then figuring out how to make them as diverse and different because of if you're going to different biomes to enter into those legendary or rare or uncommon or common monsters, you need mm -hmm. to have an identity. So I'm thinking about three or four of those things. But I will say too, would have been a bigger soundtrack if I got to compose the biomes, but because that was licensed music from something else, it, it that's not mine. And so that's for it. Yeah. So yeah, it's only gonna hear the music during the combat that I that I wrote. What made you choose 5-4? Because, I mean, you could have done anything, right? I mean, if it's 60 beats per minute can be divided in a lot of different ways. So what made you choose 5-4? It's what came naturally to me, I think. I love that, uh, it yeah. It felt... Something about 5-4 is close to what people's ears are comfortable with with 4-4. Four, four. Yeah. <laughs> if you think about it, right? If yeah. you think about it. Yeah, it's not that far it, off. It's, it's not that. It's not that far. But a lot of yeah. people, I mean, they're they're comfortable with what they hear, and a lot of music is in four four and mm -hmm. maybe three four or six eight and things like that too. But there's not a lot of music that is consistent within and sounds different in that one time signature. That and especially in that specific moment of the time signature. So I wasn't trying to you know, pull on the ground or be all over the place and go crazy, right? Because I'm working with a different developer too. So I have yeah. to respect those things yeah. as well. Rain it in. No, I'm just Rain it in. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Get over here. <laughs> so I, I was just, it just felt good. And it was when I was creating it, I felt that it, it had the right pulse to, you know, just give that, give that feeling if you're just doing that 
Yeah. And, you, and you know, and then I said rhythm combat. So you don't want to, it's like, you know, when you're at the club or you're at some place and they're playing music and you're, you're either a flower in the grass, you know, or a stand flower, or you're a wallflower if you're in the club because yeah. the DJ or the player is not playing, you know, the best playlist, you know, not playing any Bon Jovi or Journey, <laughs> you know, you're like, you know, turn on some Lil John or something like, <laughs> <laughs> turn on some Michael Buble, then we get popping, you know, like it's, <laughs> it's, it's it's based off of what it's supposed to feel like. And I wanted yeah. people to not be wallflowers. So, <laughs> for rhythm combat. Because you're not going to want to play a rhythm combat game if you're not feeling the music. It's no, of course. It. Yeah, no, of course. I downloaded BPM. Yeah, and I just really I cool. just wanted to throw my PlayStation out the window. I was like, I know music and I can't do this, but I just need more time with it. But it's funny. Rhythm games can be hard even for people who can keep a beat. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that comes with some mechanics too. It has to yeah. be implemented very, very, very well. Very true. Very true. Um, so you said, of course, a Sultan Valor had been composed for something for a different project many yeah. years ago, like six yeah. years ago or something. Seven. Um, did that did that track in any way inspire any of the music that you then did write, or did it just happen to fit really well? And you thought, I'll use this, and then we're going off here. Yeah, it was, I'll use this and we're going off here. The only okay. thing that I did was I gave it a buff of some live instruments. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I had Sha Wong play the trombone and oh, tuba nice. on there. Sweet. And she did an amazing job and did it so quickly too. I asked her, I was like, hey, can you play this? She's like, oh, this is baby stuff. <laughs> <laughs> So Sweet. I really appreciated that. And yeah. that was really cool. And then I changed the opening because the uh, Glenn is probably much he was saying the it's not the, the so the opening you hear on the soundtrack isn't what we originally wrote. Okay. Uh, I had to change it so and I think it sounds better and as I've heard it over and over and over again. But yeah. yeah, that's the only two changes I think I made and then give it a different mix because it and I worked hard. I because I got it mastered with my, my friend Mike Gennato at reverse play. And mm. so he did all the mastering for the soundtrack and he got Thanks. as close as it's to be clue. Thank God. Thank you, Mike, so much. <laughs> because like, again, like, so I was using, I was writing differently seven years ago. I had different instrumentation, as you can tell. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. My brain has definitely grown. I, when I wrote this, I wasn't even in, univer- in uni yet. Like, oh, so, wow. <laughs> right. I was more, pro- I was in college, more pro college. I was okay. moving into uni. Yeah. So... Yeah, that's the the glue to happen to have and just yeah. make sure that we're going the rest to keep it consistent, right? Because like mm-hmm. I said, those four tracks are going to be within the rhythm, a part of it. And then when you're out of the game, yeah. it's just normal yep. biome tracks that are going to loop. Over. are you working on that you can talk about yeah that's gonna be a list (laughs) (laughs) let's see if i do pretty well i'm working on a i'm scoring a game called windrush tales with threefold presents uh shella ramanan who's also part of the future class and so and Corey brotherson along with and claire morewood thankfully they brought me onto the team to score this narrative about 
Windrush, which is a historical UK thing that has happened in okay. the like 60s and 70s. And so we're doing a narrative type of scoring. We're doing a narrative game telling cool. those things about that and the events in a different light, but to bring awareness about what that time was like for those folks. Sure. And the prejudice that they had dealt with and all those things too. And so we're doing that. And then I'm doing a game called Concrete Rose. And that is about fitting into the society that wants to always push you out and yeah. finding your way and where that's going to be. And, but using DJ system mechanics to fight off in an Undertale style. Oh, nice. And yeah. So that's, that's another one. Then I'm scoring this game called Stardander. It's a vision of our RPG developed by Fancy Fish Games. Sweet. And I'm also scoring a Ground Zero, the spinoff to a Ground developed oh. by Fancy Nice. <laughs> so two radically. One's about witches in school. The other one's about <laughs> digging to get somewhere in the 3D space. <laughs> digging Way to get somewhere. <laughs> yeah, you know. Amazing. So and that's really coming along nicely. Mm. And I'm finishing this game called Vashito Bots. And oh. that's that's another rhythm combat game, but oh, it's got Vashito Blade from, P- from PS1. And in a robot, like a robot form where you're supposed to kind of add on things to your, your robot and let them fight. They're like toy robots. Okay. But they're, they're two, again, a beat map and a combat. So you can move different stances in the samurai style with your robot and then sweet. attack on the beat. And that should be really, really fun. And that's a two-player local one. Oh, it's sweet. coming out on Google Stadia. Oh, cool. All right. Wow. Sounds like you've got a lot of games on your uh, plate. And that's, that's good news. Yeah. <laughs> it's all stretched out within reason. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> kind of. Yeah, that's good. I mean, what more do you want to say about Quest Like Pocket? It's out already. It's on Android. I'm not sure if it's going to be on Apple someday or Apple Arcade. That'd be great if it is, but mm-hmm. give it a shot, download it, leave a review, tell tell us what you think about it. And yeah, like have fun. We're definitely updates are still happening quite often. Nice. So the more people play and get an, get an idea, especially, you know, if you're feeling the music and you're moving and grooving and you, you want to groove more, and <laughs> show me show me your S tier. Like, let's, let's, let's start a conversation. <laughs> <That's> yes. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's out now. It's on Android. And it's free to play. Cool. And will you, you'll be making the soundtrack available for people to listen to, right? Absolutely. So the soundtrack will be out July 5th. Uh, pre-orders awesome. will go out on June 21st. So that people look out for that and all the major streaming platforms, those that now exist and beyond, because I, my aggregator is always saying like, we got you on this new one. And it's probably in Antarctica somewhere, but you're on there. And I'm like, <laughs> yes, awesome. The penguins will be swimming the quest. Like, can't fight penguins in the game, by the way. So like, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> you can or can't? Cannot. Can oh, okay. <laughs> It's probably good. I get it. I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to fight a penguin. Like if there's an animal I'm going to fight, I don't think it'll be a penguin. <laughs> I'd just be like, hey, high five penguin for being a penguin. <laughs> <laughs> they can't high five you. <laughs> they probably can't. They probably, low five. Low five. Low five. We could do low five. <laughs> and that's what you're going to get. <laughs> Then you can rock out this lo-fi. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Lo-fi, lo-five from the Penguin crew. Ooh, love yeah. it. I'm with it. Sounds like a good bar. Well, what else should we talk about with uh, with Quest Like Pocket? 
I guess I should say, like I said, thank you to you know, Sprite Wrench Studios and thanks to Reverse Play for the Mastering as well. Yeah. Uh, it was a cool sprint. I did. I think I did all the music. Actually, fun fact, I think I had finished all the music in one go. It's all in one session. Oh, and so wow, I think I really? wrote it in two weeks. I was just kind of getting it approved and just going through iterations. But yeah, wow. less than a month I wrote, it, wrote everything. But I think I, I was streaming it one time. I think I had finished almost every track, I think, within the week. I would be so terrified to put it all in one session. Like, that's scary yeah. to me. Like, if it's you scary mess to me. one thing up, like... <laughs> it's scary to me, scary. too. But you know who's a master at that? Who? Will Roger. Oh, really? Second. Like He is a master. At I mean, putting everything did, in one session? You should ask him about the Tomb Raider Temple of Osiris. I remember when he streamed how he did it. It's, just, it's the entire soundtrack in one session. Don't you, it would, seems like it would take like an hour to load that or something. I mean... Wow. I don't know. Will's a genius. That's all I, I mean, and say. I suppose, honestly, I'm sure certain DAWs can handle that better than other DAWs. Yeah. In terms of locking regions and not having all your music in one place, you know? Yeah, you can freeze tracks and do things. Yeah. But and I know I'm I can do concerned. that in Logic, but I, I mean, man, I start messing up when I start adding stuff after the fact, you know? Then yeah. start stuff starts to get tricky. So I find that fascinating that he would mock the whole thing up in one session. Mock and shit. Remember that. Right, yeah. Like not even just mocking, like creating. Yeah. like Creating yeah. it from start to finish. My thing oh is, my God, I can't wait I'm to scared of corrupted that. files. Yeah, like, yeah. What <laughs> if that, that something happens up. to that one file or something? Yeah, or yeah. one track or... Yeah. See, that's why you always stem out your stuff. True. You know, all, your, all your audio things. I'm, trust me, I'm going through it because as I go through a ground zero, mm-hmm. I have to kind of go back and I'm like, why did you not do this? So I oh, learned my lesson. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Keeping all your parts separated and not mixing them together is that kind of the layman's term for what you're speaking of, right? In terms yeah. of stemming it out, make sure you stemming keep all out. your trombones in the trombone spot and the drums in the drum spot. We'll just export them out into audio files. Yeah, so that, so if that you have to open separate. the session, yeah. you, you're not you're not beholden to you know that thing not opening because right. that can happen. Right. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. Well, I'm sure we could talk about that all day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Little dog do, idiosyncrasies. Uh, yeah, exactly. I was just thinking too, I hope that I can actually get this performed live. Because some of them are, you know, they got that feeling, the drum. I can imagine if maybe yeah. I can use like my djembe or something and yes. just vibe out and with the, the funk guitar or something. So I'm trying yes. to figure out how that can happen. I mean, uh, that would be not that complicated. I know that you could make that happen. And then you (laughs) could come to VGM Con in Minneapolis next year. So (laughs) we found the way. You could perform on stage. There you go. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, that's that we can talk about offline. (laughs) But you definitely should try to perform it live. I think that'd be really fun. Really fun. And not as hard to organize maybe as you might think. I don't know. Yeah. I could help you with that. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Yeah. Cause I overthink a lot of things up here. <laughs> oh yeah. No, that's a piece of cake. I can make. Yeah. And I mean, and even better, it's not just that I can help you. It's that I know the people who can help you. <laughs> that's, that's maybe that's more important. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is, that's a yeah. good point. That's a good point. Oh, but it's been so good to have you back on the show. I always love having you as a guest and I always love hearing new music from you and there's always such good energy in it. So, um, you know, thanks for sharing your time with us today and talking about Quest Like Pocket. Thank you for having me on. I love being here. I love leveling up. (laughs) Thank you, Emily. (laughs) 
cool. It's a blast and I uh, appreciate it. And I'm glad that you enjoyed Quest Like Pocket and the soundtrack overall. It makes me, it warms my heart. Thank you for listening to Level with Emily. You can learn more about Chase Bethia, see a playlist, and support Level with Emily at patreon.com slash level. Check out the video of our chat with Chase on the Level with Emily YouTube channel, and please do subscribe there to get all of our new videos of interviews. I'm Emily Reese. Sam Keenan is our producer. Say hi, Sam. Hello. You can follow us on Twitter and Facebook at Level with Emily and learn more about us at levelwithemily.com, made possible by Adam Selvage at Tiki Web Services. Composer Brad Gentle manages our YouTube channel. Level with Emily Reese is a production of June Media Inc. Here at Level with Emily, we're part of the Audio Podcast Alliance. It features a hand-picked selection of the very best podcasts about sound. You can hear the latest episodes from our friends in the community at audiopodcast.org.